What about the transplanting? You always hear that you can't let the taproot hit at the bottom of any kind of container or they're stunted. Is that accurate? Yes and no. Let me explain. So any auto that you see on my page that you see me grow has been transplanted twice. I start off, I germinate in a solo cup. Sure. I go from the solo go, cup to a one gallon. From the one gallon, I'm either going to a three or a five gallon. Wow. But you were not wrong when you said if the taproot hits, it's stunted. Not only stunted, pretty much once that taproot hits, more or less you're actually queuing flower. Good morning, DGC. All right, it is Friday morning. Grambo, you, you got this one out early, huh? I mean, I'm up and at him. You know me, chat. I'm always there. It's a true wake and bake. Well, I'm wake and bake with my friend today, man. Cortez the Conqueror. Are you there, sir? Yeah, what's going on, Scotty? How you doing? Oh, what's going on is uh, dude's gone for the week. And, man, I asked some friends to show up, man. Some friends of the show. And I've been having great, just great feedback. Chad was great a couple days ago. JR was great. And, man, I got a lot to ask you. You have been, you're like a I don't know what they call that. Like a hockey stick, man? Yeah. Yeah, you've just gone up. No, I mean, you just came out of, I don't know if you came out of nowhere, but man, you've been crushing it with those auto flowers. I have just, uh, as soon as you got on my radar, I was like, wow, this guy's badass. <laughs> well, yeah, there was definitely some game changers for me. You know, I was kind of doing it for a while, just kind of like messing around, but you can actually, kind of, if you go on my Instagram, you can kind of go down my page and you'll kind of see where the change came in. And part of that was definitely the grow dots. Grow dots, yeah. recharge, uh, adding more amend- organic amendments to my soil. I love it. If you don't know, uh, uh, the way we, uh, I don't know if the way we met, but the way you came on my radar is you were doing so many grow dots experiments. You just bought some grow dots and just started crushing it with them. And I was like, hey. Hey, come talk to me, man. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing right? Come tell me. Uh, yeah, super impressed. Thank you for doing that, by the way. You are now an official tester. Right on. Right on. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'd been watching the show for a while, was a DGC producer, kept hearing about it. So went ahead. I think I bought a smaller bag. I want to say it was off of like Amazon or something. Sure. I was like, you know what? Might as well go ahead and give these a try, see what they're about. For autos, they got to, I mean, I have on the back perfected for autos. As a matter of fact, I'll take this as my real grower shout out, okay? <laughs> but um, yeah, it, that was, remember we had the Mondo Auto and the regular Mondo? So we were, uh, I was just trying to time something that, uh, for autos, that would just be right. You could put it in one time when you transplanted, and hopefully that was it. And is that is that the experiences you've had, or I mean, let's jump right into it, man? A little grow talk with autos. You're the you're the authority on autos for me, anyway. You're who I've been learning from and ask questions to. So, man, let's get into it. All right. What's some of the questions you got? Where do you want to get started? Okay, first off, you always hear that autos are light feeders. They have to really be careful. You know, the two things I want to hit first off the bat is light feeders and no transplanting autos. So whichever one you want to take first, let's demystify some myths here. Okay, so as far as me, I pretty much go against all the conventional wisdom of autoflowers. But then it really comes down to genetics too. 
I run all my autos hard and everything gets the same feed, same everything. There's no special orders as far as what I'm doing. Um, I would say there are some, even with better genetics, that are lighter feeders or you can burn more easily. Sure. But that's really not the case. I've had I've had autos that were just as hungry as a photo period. Okay. All right. Myth the uh, myth busted there. And I tell you what, we'll go before I ask you a couple other things. What about the transplanting? You always hear that you can't let the taproot hit at the bottom of any kind of container or they're stunted. Is that accurate? Yes and no. Let me explain. So any auto that you see on my page that you see me grow has been transplanted twice. I start off, I germinate in a solo cup. Sure. I go from the solo go, cup to a one gallon. From the one gallon, I'm either going to a three or a five gallon. Wow. But you were not wrong when you said if the taproot hits, it's stunted. Not only stunted, pretty much once that taproot hits, more or less, you're actually peeling flour. Whoa. Wow. So a solo cup is enough? I mean, back uh, for, I used to, you know, I grow palms and bamboo. And I guess I used to. I've been here so long. I have friends that grow palms and bamboo for me. <clears throat> but there will be special uh, rooting plugs that they'll use for specific seeds. And they're deep. There may be even this plastic cells that they sell. They sell three-inch ones and four-inch ones. And because I think it has to do with the tap root as well. So I, I know you're on something there. Well, here's my whole thing, right? So... When I germinate in the solo cup, I'm transplanting to the one gallon within maybe three or four days at the most. I'm waiting for it to come up, waiting for it right. to get the first set of leaves. Right. Every transplant, I'm beating even a speck of root from touching the outside of the container. So I'm just pretty much going soil to soil. How are you keeping them from falling apart when you dump the dump the cup and cup when you dump the solo cup? I don't. So what I do, I have three solo cups. I got a clear cup that's cut down the seam with the bottom cut out. Then it goes into one of the red solo cups with drainage holes sure. drilled into the bottom. Then it goes into just a whole cup that pretty much acts as a saucer. So when I'm transplanting, I'm taking out the clear sleeve, basically. Right. Going, you know, already got some soil out where I want it for the solo cup. I got you. Put it in there wow. and then fill around it and just kind of shimmy it out. Man, that's a grow hack right there. That needs to be on the site, man. All right. Yeah, you know, I probably should post more stuff on the site, but it's Instagram. I'll say this. Instagram's where I've gotten the most whatever you want to call it, most momentum. So that's usually what I stick with. Yeah. Is that the most cannabis friendly uh, platform these days? YouTube is funny. I seen uh, Matt from I Can't THC. He was scared to say the word cannabis a couple of days ago. I think he <laughs> beeped out the word cannabis. I was like, holy shit, where are we getting now, man? Little PTSD from Susan. <laughs> no shit. No shit. Right. But Can Instagram's, Instagram's the best place to learn cannabis, you think? Learn how to grow cannabis other hey, other than the dude grow show. But as far as showing off weed and stuff, Instagram's still the spot. 
I would say, but it's kind of like a game, you know what I mean? It's like you do it for so long, but you pretty much know that you're going to get deleted at some point. Yeah, no shit. Like with 91,000 followers or subs. <laughs> not, not that it's painful or nothing. I tell you what, man, can I give a shout out? In the metaverse, once they click that button, you're just done. There's no, there's no reasoning with them. No, there's not. But God, I hate it. It's a double-edged sword because I still love YouTube. YouTube is my favorite thing to watch, man. I'm addicted. That's pretty much where like everything I'm doing as far as like right now in my adult life of growing, pretty much all YouTube University. Yeah. Now, who's your favorite content creators, man? Come on, shout a couple out. Let us know who to watch. Um, I definitely say I can. Definitely one of the homies. Uh, He's awesome. He'll be I, and they're pretty cool. Um, the people I got started on was actually like uh, Mr. Canucks Grow from Seed to Stone. Yep. Guys like that. Yep. Very cool. Excellent, man. Excellent. Tell you what, do you mind if I give a shout out real quick? I know I know your girl went through something a couple months ago. Uh, man, Mrs. Cortez. Can we shout out to you or Ms. Cortez? How about that? <laughs> Yeah, definitely give her a shout out. She's doing good though, you know, just some health issues, family health issues, but definitely yeah. fine through it, you know. I'm glad to hear it, man. I'm gl I'm seriously glad to hear that. So wish her well for us. Oh yeah, most definitely. All right, can I shout out to Sensa Mia? Sensa Mia, how do I do? <laughs> Beautiful. About Magoo YFZ. It's YFZ. Is that the is that the Yamaha motorcycle? YFZ? No clue. I can't remember, but could you imagine Mr. Magoo or a rice rocket? Are you allowed to even say that anymore? We'll find out. Yeah, I guess so, <laughs> man. On a Japanese-powered motorbike. Sport, a sport bike. That's what you call them now. Um, Not yeah. really allowed to say anything anymore, so it's just... Even uh, if you say it with love, it's going to offend somebody, man. But <laughs> anyway, we can say auto flowers rock, man. I'll say that. They're definitely getting up there. Definitely getting up there. Excellent, man. All right. Uh, what else, man? Hey, I got something. Grambo, you're the statistics guy. A little, and, bit, a little bit here and there. And Grambo comes to me and he says, you know where our biggest uh, listening audience is? I, I'm so shocked by this. Yeah. Grambo, where is it? Number one, Chicago. Number two, New York City. Number three, Denver, Colorado. Wow. Wow. Chicago. You guys, I don't want to sleep on Chicago, but I don't know. Y'all had so many growers there. You know, I wouldn't even just say Chicago. I would say Illinois in general. Like I talked to so many people that'll like reach out and message me that are just like scattered all across the state. It kind of makes sense if you think about it though, because like pretty much anything else directly outside of Chicago is like suburbia. But anything else outside of that is pretty much just like cornfields. That is interesting. So it's kind of like all that agriculture just kind of like supports the big city. Yeah, it doesn't say Chicago sprawls so big. We don't know. I was just talking I, with Cortez. I lived in Evanston, Illinois for a while. And people from Chicago like to point out I did not live in Chicago. <laughs> yet, for all we know, maybe the analytics include them. So, But yeah, shout out to Chicago. That I was shocked. The, uh, the, the, the bakery boss was shocked to see how much love Chicago gave. Well, what is Chicago land? Sometimes I'll hear people say Chicago land. And I imagine that's just... Uh, like South Florida to me, people say Miami to me, and it means all of South Florida, you know? So Chicagoland is actually including the surrounding suburbs. 
So like Schomburg, Mount Prospect, pretty much anything that is just kind of like around the city. Do you have medical or rec? What are the cannabis laws in Chicago and Illinois? So we do have medical. We had that before rec. Um, I want to say it was about 2017. We went recreationally legal. They voted it in. Wow. And now we also have a plant count. So we're allowed to have up to five plants. Up to five plants, but who's counting, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, Uh, you got to watch those plant counts. Oh, yeah, you sure do, man. You sure do. Uh, man, it is great. It is. It's and so, what do you got? Dispensaries there and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, there is dispensaries if you want to go pay like eighty six dollars out the door for it an eighth of weed. I was hoping you weren't going to say an eighth. I seen uh, something. I'll throw it on the show, yeah, in the future. But it was uh, what was I can't remember where it was, but it was the pound price think it was maybe michigan it was one and a half grams i'm sorry one and a half bucks per gram that's what it was going for i think it was like six hundred dollars a pound was the median pound price and i don't know how you're gonna produce a quality product indoors with all those bills and all those taxes and regulations uh for that price and it's and i don't know how the hell you take that and sell it for 86 dollars an eighth either that somebody's making money there where they really kill you though i don't quote me, uh, but Illinois has, right, especially if you're rec and not medical, I almost want to say you're paying like 30 or 40% sales tax. So it's really what's killing you. Yeah, that's what happened in uh, Oklahoma. It was a last week they voted on it. And it's cool because uh, people aren't just taking, hey, weed can be legal, vote for it. We don't care what it says. All I read was weed can be legal. Uh, they're actually reading a little bit of the fine print now. And they're seeing, hey, I think uh, Oklahoma, it said 15% tax. But when you read the fine print, it could be way higher than that. And they were just looking at this saying, man, we're not, think about it. If you're getting a dollar fifty a gram, maybe it was Oklahoma. I can't remember. But if you're getting a dollar fifty a gram, so $600 a pound, it, it's tough to make money. And then if you, and then if somebody else is pay, is the, like the, and the government's making more than you, I guess is what I'm saying. You're making a dollar fifty a gram. The government's charging, uh, you know, 15, 20, 25% off the top of retail. Government's making more than a grower. Hey, this is interesting. I don't know if you if are if you're familiar with this, Cortez. If I can interject just to get you guys' opinion on this. So it says here that uh, it, in Illinois, cannabis in, uh, or in cannabis infused products above thirty five percent THC shall be taxed at the rate of twenty five percent. Any infused product that's below that level will be taxed at the rate of twenty percent. You ever heard of anything like that? Tax rates based on. THC percent. Wow. Yeah, you know what I've heard is when idiots that know nothing about what they're talking about make the laws. Wow. I think what they're doing right there, though, is they're really trying to go after stretch, like dabs, edibles, that kind of stuff. So that's why it's a little bit higher. Um, Before everything went legal, this was, don't quote me, but probably over a decade ago, they actually made it to where when everything was still illegal, if you had something over a certain percentage, it was like automatically a felony. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, it makes no sense. It really doesn't. Oh, man. Uh, You know, but I guess like when I was laughing about the uh, five plants 
is because once you kind of open Pandora's box, is it the right one? Is that the right, right saying? But uh, w- once you open the door, it's just swinging wide open. I mean, now you're going to have somebody come to your house and say, hey, we heard you have more than five plants. or this." And I'm talking about me. Somebody's going to knock on my door and say, hey, I heard you have more than 12 plants. Uh, we're going to come check it. You know, as long as I'm not too dumb putting them on YouTube. <laughs> But it's, but it's a, it's a great freedom to have. You know, it it really is nice. Once you're allowed to grow, in my opinion, you're allowed to grow. Just don't be dumb. Just don't get caught. Man, where is that sticker? It comes down to discretion, though, huh? Yeah, it does. At some point in time, I, somebody made a DGC sticker that says, don't get caught. Yeah. DGC, don't get caught. We're making that one. Yeah. We're making that one. Cortez, what are you smoking, man? So I'm actually smoking on some tester or wait, did I show this or is this like, oh yeah, yeah, you're good. So I'm smoking on some Fast Buds testers. This is Autoflower. I don't know the name of this one yet. This wasn't my favorite one to grow, but now that everything's been curing about two, three weeks now, and I can actually get into this stuff. This is definitely my favorite. So they haven't released the strain name yet, but right now it's known as FBT twenty three oh three. How original, man! It sounds like an Amazon ASIN number. Hey, are you a uh, tester for Fast Buds? Are, are you officially a tester for them? So I'm doing some testing right now. Yeah, they just sent me. I want to say it was like the whole, uh, pretty much everything that was going to be released this year. 2023 right um i want to say last monday they just dropped three strains they dropped a new original the moby dick and then out of the testers i have they actually announced what two of them are so one of them is like strawberries with a z and the other's apricot okay but this one that i'm smoking on today though out of every all the testers i have from them this is definitely the terpiest. It's almost like uh, some type of sweet and sour candy, but then it's got this like heavy glue terp in the background of it. Really? All right, you're a yeah. This is bad almost like language, the, right? Uh, packing tape. You know what I mean? Ah, I do. <laughs> a packing tape terp off the GG four. That's speculation. I don't know what it is yet, but definitely my favorite so. <laughs> All right, I love it, man. And not only can you grow, you got the palate for it as well. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, for most things, this one definitely stands out to me, though, because some of them, I got to do reviews for all of them. And some of them is kind of smells like, wait, <laughs> might have to phone a friend like, hey, what do you think this tastes like? But this one, you know what I mean? Like when you, you're running however many different strains, there's like, after harvest, that one jar you just keep going back to. Yeah. And, alone, and then it's like, wait, where'd all of it go? But for me, it's buzz. Like, I really couldn't give a shit what Juf, this is, uh, actually, I'm not allowed to show anything on. Uh, Juf's Guava Gator. Watch this. They'll never know what it is. But it's, uh, it just, it's the buzz that I go for. That Pura Vita that, that Banner gave me, it has just such this uplifting buzz. That Paloma just fucking, yeah, it's, they're just great. Each one's a different buzz for me. Not so much a flavor, but how it makes me feel. Oh, yeah. No, this one definitely really well-balanced high. 
I would almost say sativa dominant, if I had to guess. But at the same time, it's got the flavor to go along with it. Nice and balanced. I love it. I've been hearing a lot about that juice weed, though. <sighs> that yeah, blockbater. Scotty, I've my Matt. Scotty might magically have a cut. Things about uh, loving in their eyes. Oh yeah. Have you grown any of her stuff yet? No, no. I haven't been that fortunate yet. Definitely on the wish list. All right, all right. Maybe we'll see what I can do. She is uh, the coolest girl. She is just such a what you want your cannabis grower, you know, a breeder to be like. You know, and, and I know it sounds. Uh, a little, I called it hippy dippy, and I offended her. But just to be able to put such positive vibes into your grow, and to be able to hang out, if when me and you meet and we hang out, and there's positive vibes between us, and shit, they come through, you know, th- come through through the screen. I mean, that means something. It certainly lights my energy up. Why wouldn't I light a plant's energy up? And I mean. I guess that'd probably be something to look for, like in a breeder as well, somebody that has that close of a connection to the plant. I'm sorry, I'm just thinking out loud, but uh, which is dangerous. But there's a Stefano Manicuso book, and I'm probably just butchered his name, uh, but he writes all about planting intelligence and nature and the intelligence of plants. And they did they so they put uh, iridescent dye inside a plant and uh, somehow is attached to a calcium molecule. And then they touched the plant. We could pet a dog and the calcium molecules, it lit up. It lit up. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty I crazy. Believe it. Isn't there something about like trees can kind of talk to each other through the uh, if What's you say mycorrhizae, you it's over, man. <laughs> That's the ectomycorrhizae that they're using. And there's another, I think it's called The Kingdom of Fungi, which is another book I've been reading, and I love it because it's only six hours long. <laughs> but they talk about that in there. That's that ectomycorrhizae. That from sh- tree to shining tree is another thing you can Google. But it's these long strands. Endomycorrhizae is just that fuzz on the roots. All that's meant to do is to uh, give the root more absorption points. Uh, endomycorrhizae, endo. But ectomycorrhizae has all these strands and they go hundreds and hundreds of feet to other trees. They can transfer nutrients to those, to those other trees. They can send signals that there's a pathogen coming to you know try to build some immunity. It's, it's unbelievable. That's insane. It is, man. But it's, you know, what's insane is that we're so disconnected from nature that we don't understand that we're all living things the same way that my dogs get excited when I come home. I get excited when my wife comes home or my kid comes home, you know, just being around other human, uh, uh, not even human, other life and drawing a connection with other life. I think that's uh, uh, that that transcends just being human. I like taking shrooms out in the woods. You ever took shrooms while camping, Scotty? Oh, yeah. You ever take shrooms on weed? <laughs> Exclusively. <laughs> yeah, that is such a lot. I was just thinking, last time I took them, are we, we're okay saying shrooms. I guess we're, we'll give it a whirl on YouTube. They're legal in Denver. They are legal, yeah. Well, so is weed. That's true. But I tried to get away with it. <laughs> Damn it. Check, checkmate, Scotty. <laughs> I just went out and just took my bicycle, took a handful of them, which is definitely too many, and just took my bicycle straight out into, into the mountains. Loved it. Was sure that nobody was home at my house and came back, and my 14-year-old kid and her boyfriend are home. 
And I was just trying to get through it, and I didn't. It was just, <laughs> I asked them who was in charge, and then they said me, and then I ran away. So it didn't go that good. Have you ever made the mistake of looking in the mirror while you're on shrooms? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't have any. Yeah, it's a little strange. I'll say it's a little strange. But yeah, my personality lends itself to having a good laugh on those things. I still enjoy them. But you know what's weird? I don't think I've done them in three or four years. They don't call me the way they used to. I'd be like, really? Slightly stupid is playing tomorrow? Oh yeah. So I know. I'm getting older, dude. I'm changing, Cortez. I'm changing, man. Mm. Hey, man, I um, would you mind? I, I have, unfortunately, I've got another obligation soon, but would you mind just teaching me? I've got a, a set of auto flowers here and I'm going to plant them. In all honesty, I planted one, didn't do a good job with it. It was just like last on the priority list. Um, it just sat, sat in the solo cup too long. Would you just help me understand? And I'll make this a shameless plug for grow dots and recharge as well, but just tell me your grow from beginning to end. I know you explained, you explained already how you transplant. When do you feed? What do you feed? Um, when do you, what kind of organic amendments do you give? How big of a container do you wind up in right so already kind of explained it from germination to the solo cup yeah then from the solo i'm going into the one gallon always with some type of mycorrhizae pretty much always recharged that stuff's amazing well thank but, you what's it i said thank you shameless plug but that you oh, know yeah. what if it wasn't amazing, I wouldn't be here. That stuff is amazing. It's a godsend that I that I teamed up with a formulator that gave me that. Oh yeah. Plus I don't pH. Hey, I was trying to thanks to the recharge. It's actually been a year this month since I turned on my pH pen. Yeah, wow. You know what? We were researching that yesterday and uh just well, I, I was trying to convince High C that you don't have to pH or well, he was asking me why because he's my writer. And so I found specifically why. And it's the fulvic acids. The fulvic, of course, the, the uh, microbes buffer, but that takes a little bit of time. Almost immediately, the fulvic acids bring your, uh, uh, bring your solution pretty close to, uh, I want to say normal, pretty close to seven, neutral. Well, I do want to put a disclaimer out there, though. So I'm going off of Chicago City water. I know my water, and it's consistent. And comes out 7.0. But if I was to live somewhere in, like, Montana or somewhere, and I was on well water, that might but it works for my situation. Yeah, but yeah I mean so then when I go from the one gallon, I'm going to either a three or five. I actually like the tall five gallons and there's actually something to autos there because it's again not letting the tap root hit the bottom wow so when i'm going into the five gallon it's same diameter as at three but taller it has that much more of a vertical drop that's how i'm able to pull off some of the four or five foot autos indoors wow, but from stuff. there uh when i go into final container i'm gonna mix in some compost the bottom third of my soil, uh, I guess considered like the subcool method. Okay. But going a little bit hotter, I might put some uh, fresh ocean forest in there. And I am not feeding anything other than the grow dots I put when I go into final container until 
maybe like week two or three of flower. I try to look out for like some really solid pistols and wait till there's actually some like buds forming. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, you're not using, when when are you adding fertilizer in, earlier on? Like I actually add a teaspoon to my uh, my solo cup of the dots. And then, so how are you handling stepping up with them? No, I mean, my soil's pretty rich. I go with like a living soil method. Right. So I really don't got to, I could honestly get through my entire grow cycle just from the organics I put in my soil and the grow dots. But then, you know, I do have a bloom feed. So then, like I said, when I get into week two or three of flower, that's when I can really start to play around with things to where the plant can handle it. Yeah. Yeah, it does make sense. It does. I run my lights pretty hard, too. So in my main flower tent, I got the Mars Hydro FCE 6500. I want to say 650 watts, 700 watts, something like that. But I keep that thing cranked to 100 in a 4x4 pin to canopy. Okay. So, yeah, we were talking about that earlier, man. The yield limiting factors, I always start with light. I mean, genetics is huge. I always forget that one. But, uh, you know, light, environment, CO2, and you always put nutrient down at number four or five. You know, I put that last... You wouldn't put watering anywhere in there, Scotty? Who needs water, man? You got reach up. No, I'm just kidding. Well, of course, water water's a given. Okay, I see what you're saying. The quality of the water. What I'm actually saying, though, is I'm kind of talking probably more autoflower specifically. Okay. Like you said, real limiting factors. Yes. Pretty much, you have to do everything right in the first three weeks of the autoflower. But uh, one of the biggest things is overwatering. So if you're uh, overwatering your autos and those roots get stunted, they're on a timer. They're on a stopwatch. So if you miss that veg window by overwatering, that that's where people get the one ounce autos. And <laughs> my mind's blown. Reputation. My mind is blown. You just that one's number one. Because that is the biggest thing and it's the easiest thing to screw up while growing. You can have mediocre light and still get away with, you know, getting something, a decent harvest. Uh, you can have no CO2 whatsoever. You can be out of your VPD zone. Uh, you can have uh, you know, not the world's best genetics. But if you overwater, your plants will die. You won't get past two, week two, week three, and you'll have nothing. So, man, great point, brother. Either that or you're just chasing deficiencies until harvest. Love it. Love it. This is good. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Hang on. I, I you know, it's a- really just an honor to be on the show. I was so shocked when you guys asked me. I was like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Been watching for years, you know? Yeah, well, you're a great member of the community, and you've absolutely earned it, sir. Badass. Absolutely badass. And, uh, man, I tell you what, I am stuck for a time crunch. Will you come back on the show, man? Can I make you a regular? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I'll try to be a little bit uh, more prepared next time. It was actually kind of funny. I think we started this about five minutes after I ran in the door from work. Yeah, yeah. You don't smoke at work, right? No, no, he's good. 
Yeah, I'm a machine you, operator. I could lose it, though. Yeah, I was like, you got a hardcore. I'm not going to enter data wrong. I could lose a digit. <laughs> right. You've misspelled that, sir. I love it, man. Cortez, thank you. Would you give yourselves a, yourself a proper shout out and let everybody know where to find your work? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, what's going on, guys? Cortez the Conqueror. Um, the biggest platform that I upload my content onto is Instagram. I do have a YouTube channel as well. Admittedly, I've been slacking a little bit on that, but uh, that's the two biggest places to find me at the moment is Instagram and YouTube. Respect, man. And then our dank nugs over at dudegrows.com. Oh, yeah, I've had a decent amount of those now. I just love getting auto flowers on there for all, all the auto haters, you know what I mean? You turned my head to them. Yeah, honestly, after this, all of us have enough information to give auto flowers a try. Go check uh, Cortez the Conqueror out on Instagram and you'll... You'll uh, be interested. And I have a question for Cortez. You're the perfect guy to answer this. I, I, I've been meaning to ask okay. this question for a while just because of all the hate that autos get and, uh, you know, just like, uh, uh in all the benefits, I just see like in all my analytic research that the public is very curious about autos, good, bad, or ugly. So I'll just ask you the question I've had written in my phone for a while. Cortez, are auto flowers the future? Is that is that where it's all going? Do you think it's all going there? What's your perspective? Are, are photo period plants going to be a dinosaur in 10 years? What do you think? Auto curious, write that down. Auto t-shirt. <laughs> so let me interject on that for a second, just to bring up one point. Can I point something out? Of course. Do you guys notice the people that are the loudest about the hate on autoflowers is the same group of guys that didn't want to switch from HIDs to LED? Mm. <laughs> that sounds silly. <laughs> a little now, for thought, but um, I wouldn't necessarily say that autoflowers are the future. I would say that there's kind of a place for everything and it depends on the application. I would say the further we go into the future, the harder it will be to discern between an autoflower and a photo period. But I'd say there's definitely, definitely a place for everything. With autos, you're pretty much perpetually pheno hunting you're constantly popping seeds if you find something amazing it's not like you can clone it yeah, so there's you know there's definitely a place for both very good very good yeah well answered i'm glad i asked the right guy sorry i just thinking if billy mays lived long enough he'd be doing a grow tent right <laughs> billy mays for auto flowers yes <laughs> yes Fuck yeah. the flowers that grow automatically <laughs> oh man <laughs> This is writing itself, Scott. Hell yeah. All right, Cortez, I love it, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for all the tight work. Thanks for being DGC and just uh, making the community awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, Scott. And shout out to the whole DGC community. Absolutely. Making us proud. Take it easy, Cortez. Later, guys. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon And with the boss man sister Take a little break Let me 